Welcome to Lockdown Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard McDowell, reminding you you can follow us on Twitter at LockdownWBB and make sure you're checking out all the great work, coverage of women's basketball over at the next, thenexthoops.com. Got some big things coming your way there. I'm really privileged to be part of a group here at Lockdown Women's Basketball that includes Queen and Mustafa, Amy Audibert, Erica Ayala. Make sure you're tuning into what we're doing every single day. Lockdown Women's Basketball is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar wants me to tell you to celebrate freedom of choice. That's what it tells me in my talking points here. But i got to tell you, you don't need to choose. I've had the Built Bars, coconut, raspberry, raspberry's good, double chocolate, salted caramel, German chocolate, particularly good. You don't have to believe me. Ask my mom. My mom loves them. Can't get enough Built Bars. 17, 18 grams of protein, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Order today and get whatever you choose. But I'm here to tell you, you can't choose wrong. It's why Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 15% off your order. Promo code locked on for 15% off. And as always, tell them Grandma Myrna sent you. So I'm here to share what I thought was a fascinating conversation with Elena Deladon. An important conversation with Elena Deladon. I'm not going to insult your intelligence, locked on women's basketball listeners, by telling you who Elena Deladon is or why it is a big deal that she is back practicing five on five preparing for a return to the court i'm just going to tell you a couple of things about elena deladon the player i went out to connecticut in 2015 i had seen elena play on tv obviously followed her career at university of delaware knew what kind of player she was from day one with Chicago. But I finally convinced an editor over at Vice Sports to let me go do a big story about the fact that Elena Deladon, through 10 games, had a player efficiency rating of 40.6, which would have been the best player efficiency rating over a full season in WNBA history. I probably had to sell it by saying it would have been the best in NBA history as well. Okay. Listen, the things we do to make sure we can tell the stories in women's sports, right? Anyway, to their credit, I don't know that they were the first people I pitched, but at that time, David Roth was an editor over there, and David Roth is one of the good ones. So, green lit it. I get to go to Connecticut. They're facing a son with a head coach named Ann Donovan. Ann Donovan, who I'm Still sad about that we lost so soon. One of the great basketball players and minds there's ever been. 
Pride of Paramus, New Jersey. And you are missed. But Ann Donovan, talking to me pre-game, just flat out said, there's no way to stop her. And you know, coaches say that. Coaches say, you know, they talk up the opposition. They don't want to give them added motivation. And I took my courtside seat. And so now I'm up close. This is Pokey Chapman's Sky to a Sky team, so they're fun to watch. Somebody give Pokey a job. And Elena was just something I had never seen before. The size and the strength and the skill. It is a rare privilege to be able to watch Elena Deladon play basketball, to be able to cover Elena Deladon play basketball. It's something I've been able to do for many years. It's something none of us have been able to do since, with three herniated discs in her back, she took her Washington Mystics to a championship over, let's be fair, a Connecticut Sun team that absolutely would have won the championship most other years. John Paul Jones, Jasmine Thomas, Alyssa Thomas, right on down. That was a fantastic team. But Elena willed her team to victory, paid the price, two back surgeries, a diagnosis of stenosis of the spine. I don't know what that means for the long term. I, I don't think Elena does either. You'll hear what she has to say about it. <clears throat> you know, this is a player who does not want to give up a life where she can be comfortable, physically comfortable. No one should. No one should. Our right to watch her play basketball (laughs) ends at the moment that Elena Deladon doesn't get to have a physically comfortable life. But she is out there. She is battling. She is in a position now to help the Washington Mystics. I asked Mike Tebow about it. He cannot plan. This is a man who likes to plan things years in advance. Mike Tebow has to take what comes with Elena Deladon. So does Elena. So do all of us. Now, she's not making a road trip this weekend. The great Kareem Copeland over the Washington Post reported that earlier today. But there is a hope that she returns. I wrote about this over at the 9 on Wednesday. August 22nd, Seattle Storm, Washington Mystics in D.C. Brianna Stewart and Elena Deladon potentially playing on the same court at the same time for the first time in nearly three years. Well, my friends, that would be something that would absolutely be a gift for basketball. But just seeing Elena Deladon back on the court is something that would make it a better game. So Elena spoke with us. She was happy to be back. Happy to have those conversations with us, clearly. So enjoy Elena Deladon at length with the media and hope for the sake of this game that we all love that Elena Deladon is back on the court in a game that matters again soon. I'm Howard Magdal, and this is Locked on Women's Basketball.
meditation. That's been huge to keep my mind clear and to try to focus on the present moment. Um, it's been humongous for me throughout this process, and it will be as I return to play, too. It's been a long time since I've been on court, and I'm not able to get as many reps as I'd love to. Um, but I know that I can't beat myself up. I know that when the time comes and I can be on the court, I certainly can impact this team in a positive way. Um, that doesn't always have to be, you know, scoring or efficiency or whatever those numbers are. It's like, how can I get others feeling good about themselves, getting our offense and defense going? How can I, you know, create an impact in that way? And I'm certain that I can do that. Just a quick follow-up. Have you all along known you would be able to come back? Or have you had some moments where you were genuinely worried? No, I, I've had many moments of being generous, uh, very concerned. Um, so. It's been it's been a really tough process, but um, I've been able to you know <laughs> stay the course and just try to honestly lock into each day because that's so different. Like I've had some injuries before, but this has been something where like my goodness, there's a lot of gray. <laughs> and as many times as I want that like black and white answer, it hasn't been that way. It's been a lot of gray, uh, a lot of confusion, um, but I've had incredible people around me to help me on those tough days and realize that we are so lucky when we get to play this game that we love and to enjoy every second of it. Thank you. Olivia? Hello. So you talked about the mental aspect of getting here, getting to this point, getting back on the court with your girls. Really, who helped and guided you through this process? You talk about the back being so different. So, I mean, how much harder was it for you to go through this injury um, compared to the others? Yeah, this has been much harder and much longer um, and much more painful. So when you combine all those things, it makes it a tougher process. Um, I can't just point to, like, one person. There's been a huge group of people that have helped me throughout this. Obviously, my wife being number one, dealing with a lot <laughs> that – you know, I bring home or a lot of days where I'm just, like, moody because being in pain causes you to be moody or upset or not your best self. So she's had to deal with a lot. Um, I have some great close friends who've helped my family. My mom has been through back surgery, so she's another one who gets it. She's felt it. So she's she's a great counting board. And then, obviously, my mystics family um, and everybody who's been a part of this process and, like, trying to get me back through all been so incredible. And my dogs. I can't forget my dogs. They have been <laughs> so great. There's been days where they lay down with me on the floor <laughs> when I'm not feeling great. Um, they they know that I can't, I don't walk them as much, but I walk next to them. And Amanda has to be the strong one. <laughs> um, so it's it's been an entire family and team that's kind of helped me along this group. Thank you. Good to see that. Thanks. Howard? Hey, Elena, welcome back. It's great to see you. Um, you talked a little bit about this, but I just kind of want to dig a little into it, about the expectations from yourself about how you are performing and how you're <laughs> contributing. You've obviously had no shortage of injuries throughout your career. When you've been on the court and come back, you've always been this transformational figure. You've been the center of whatever team you have been on. Um, have you changed the way you're thinking about that Coming back, is it necessary to think uh, differently about that in your own mind? And what are your expectations for yourself as you return to the court? 
And I mean, I'm certainly going to have a minute restriction um, that I'll be following, I'm sure, probably most likely throughout the rest of the season, but we'll see how that goes. Um, so that's something that's different and going to be tough for me, especially, you know, some some games it takes a little bit to get into the flow, but to know, like, oh, i got to be pulled at this time, like, that's something I can't be too focused on. Like, I, I have to play in the moment because I'm too worried about, oh, I have two minutes left. Like, that's not going to be great for me or the team. Um, I still expect to play the way I play. I want to be able to facilitate offense, get the ball moving side to side, to create mismatches, to make reads, um, to be a leader, to be able to do things defensively uh, where we can switch off of people and put people in, you know, uncomfortable situations. And I know, too, that I've changed my movements, um, trying to be, you know, more efficient and be rooted from the ground up. So uh, it's a new body that I'm kind of playing into that I'm trying to figure out. Um, but all things I've worked endless hours on, and I'm excited. Uh, I know it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> when is it? Um, but it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm certainly, you know, proud of where I've come from that I'm even in this position right now to be practicing and trying to work my way back. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Jen. Hey, Elena. It's so good to see you back. Um, Thank you. You mentioned, you know, the changing up your, your mechanics for walking and running and sitting, and I'm curious, is that, has that become second nature yet, or when you're out on the court, are you still thinking about, you know, I need to be moving this way instead of that way? You know, it's become much more second nature um, than before, but there's still moments where I have to, like, lock back in um, and figure things out. And I have great coaches, and um, especially the coach who's been helping me, you know, change my movements and work on my body daily and see, you know, how things are going. Um, he's been absolutely incredible. Uh, he works on the wizard side, but he's he's helped me tremendously. So, I'm constantly being coached through things. And, you know, there's moments that'll be like, I'm back into four on four or something like that. And I like go crazy and my speed's too fast and I'm like a little out of control. And it's like, okay, pump the brakes. Let's slow the game down. <laughs> Let's see how you're moving through this. And like, it's obviously a learning process, but I am definitely getting much better at it, stronger at it. It's coming second nature, but like it's literally always a beginner's mindset for me where I come in every day and like have to attack each day as it's new. Um, and you never get to, you know, perfect everything. Um, it's something you always have to kind of check back in and lock into. And I have a routine that I do every single day to help me get that before I even step on the court. And then you mentioned, you know, needing to feel okay the day after you practice, um, to know that you're you're in a good place. How have you felt, you know, last week when you first got back into practice? Like, how have you been feeling on that day after? I've been feeling really good, um, which is so exciting for me to see, um, especially knowing, you know, where I'm coming from, where I at times didn't even go out to dinner with my wife because I couldn't sit for longer than 10 minutes without um, really bad pain. So, like, it has been... A monstrous jump um, that I've, you know, trusted the process and been like, okay, I'm going to stick with it, keep doing everything I possibly can to get out there. And um, I've been feeling very good, so it's exciting for me to see, to wake up and be like, all right, I'm going to go again. I'm good. <laughs> Thanks again for your time today. Of course. Hello? Hey, Ellen, it's great to see you. Thanks. 
said this has been a trying process for you and there have been some tough spots to it as I'm sure we can all imagine, but what's your confidence level at right now for you be able to make the full return that you want to be able to? I'm confident. I feel like things are going great. Um, but I also have been in this two-year process where there's been some super highs and um, some low lows, so I'm also not you know, I get too far ahead of myself. I'm really just trying to do my best to stay each day um, because it's been the best way for success. Like, take care of today and tomorrow. Uh, be grateful for another day and assess and go again. So I'm, I'm thrilled with where I'm at. Uh, there's more to go, uh, but I am excited and confident in where I am. And Too, because it's it's different. Like 
not only am I trying to learn them, but they're trying to learn me too, because a lot of us, we've been playing together. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've had a lot of time to watch, so I feel like I know where players are comfortable and where they want to get the ball. I think they're trying to still learn me at times. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've had too much time to watch and uh, start learning all their tendencies, but I guess it's good I use that time uh, to figure that out. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. Appreciate you. Kevin? Elena, it's great to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. Um, how, how did, how did watching the Olympics on TV, was it, was it, was it, was it difficult to watch the Olympics on TV, you know, and not be there? Um, and kind of a, you know, two part question, um, with that, you know, did just going through this, how did, how did going through all this, kind of develop your perspective in terms of, um, you know, how long you feel like you can play and how long you would like to play? Um, so your Olympic question, I was much better at watching the sport that I do not play. <laughs> um, as much as I did want to watch Team USA, um, I kept up with them, but I did, I really struggled to watch any of the basketball. Um, and it was kind of, I think it was best for my mental space um, to not, you know, sit and put myself through that. And, I mean, I want to play for as long as I can, and I think the best thing is that I have people helping me to keep that in perspective. Like, I have, hopefully, not from one, a uh, long career ahead of me. Yes, this has been super tough, but um, I'm not, like, trying to just say, this is my last season. Like, that's, that's not it at all. I'm preparing for many, many years to come, and I have certainly created – a heck of a team <laughs> uh, that is, you know, even giving me hope to get back on the court. So now that I've got this team, um, I'm super excited about things I can also do in the off season um, to just continue to improve and get stronger and healthier. Uh, but yeah, this is a game I'd like to play for a good amount of time. I feel like the way I play um, with my size can help me too to have a long career. And also, I haven't been going overseas and counting my body in that way. So. Yes, this has been crazy and tough, but um, I love this game, and I still think I have a lot more to play. Thanks, Elena. Great to see you back. Thanks. Good to see you. We only have time for two more, so we'll go to Kellen first and then Christina. Hey, Elena. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Um, on those, you know, like you mentioned, on those trying days, those challenging days, uh, what 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 motivated you? I guess what motivated you to get back to this point on the court to get back with the team? Like, what what are those things that kind of pushed you? My um, motivations have been quite different from day to day. Um, there were days where I was motivated that I'm going to get myself to feel good enough that I can go have dinner with my wife. Like basketball wasn't even something I was thinking about at times like that, um, and I had to keep that in perspective. Like. My goodness, I've got to have a better life than this and this pain. Um, so there were days with that, but then there are also days where I would come in here um, early and be here all day long. There are people along the road who like help me so much. Um, you know, I don't know how much time you have for stories, and I'm sure we don't. But Russ uh, was one of my biggest helps throughout all of this. Um, I work with Russ's. Body guy who now is a part of the Wizards organization, but there were days where Russ would come in way too early <laughs> on a game day even, um, and he would come in and 
rebound for me is I'm barefoot and shooting, you know, two footers close to the rim. Um, and like days I just didn't want to have it or be upset and just like wanted to be in my feelings. Like there were moments like that where he would show up and just bring me out of the funk and be like, I got this. Like I can keep doing it. He believes in me. These people believe in me. My teammates believe in me. Um, I can do this. So there were some days, yeah, I wasn't believing in myself, but others helped pull me through it. Um, so it was quite a trip and I've met some amazing people around, um, this place that have helped me a lot. Thanks so much, Lena. Hey, Lena. It's Christina Williams with Girl Pox Sports TV. Um, I know I've always talked about the recovery process, but I'm actually interested in some of your off-the-court efforts with helping to grow the women's team. Um, you know, during the recovery process, you also put your money where your mouth is in terms of investing in women's sports, with just women's sports and the youth girls' sports initiatives. Um, during the Olympics, 59% of Team USA's gold medals came from, you know, women's sports. And we see how the game is growing. Why is it important for people to continue to invest in women's sports, more so athletes like yourself? Um, for me, you know, my biggest thing is always trying to leave this game better than when I came into it. Um, and I certainly know that by doing things on the court, um, by, you know, scoring points, breaking records, winning championships, that's not just the way to do it. Um, and I know that the impact sports can have on young girls' lives, um, not, not even just for young girls who are going to be professional athletes, but girls who want to be doctors or want to, you know, grow up and be politicians or whatever that may be or whatever company they want to run. I know the importance that sports can play. Um, for young girls, and my biggest thing is that the dropout rate of girls in sports, um, especially when they hit adolescence, has been 50%, and that's way too high, um, and unfortunately, I think a huge part of that, too, is because if they can't see her, they can't be her, um, and it's really hard to be inspired when they feel like, you know, the world isn't <laughs> behind us female athletes, so... For me, it's a multifaceted way to go at it. Obviously, pour into our youth sports, um, find ways to get girls involved or get them the things they need to play. But they also need to see that our professional athletes are being treated right or out there um, being marketed. You see their faces. So I think it's a huge thing. I think we're headed in a great direction. Are we there? No. Um, but I think the momentum's there, and that's exciting to see. Thank you. That's a wrap for today. Thank you, Elena. We appreciate your time as always.